0: Luke chapter 21 is our text, and I came here in April 2021, and I stood in this pulpit, and I looked at you, and I said this. I said, my assignment from the Holy Spirit is this. That's what I said to you, April 2021. These words. I said, my assignment here this morning is this. My assignment is to draw a line in the spirit between Calvary, Orlando, and the city of Jerusalem. And I said, you don't fully understand it right now. You might not fully connect to it right now. But I said, I'm telling you, all eyes are going to be on Jerusalem in the days and years ahead. Many of you were in that service when I said that three years ago. And God is wanting to give his people ears to hear, to understand the time and season that we are in. So I want us to look, please, at Luke chapter 21. I'm going I'm to take a moment. I'm going to do this. I, I didn't know if I was or not, but I'm going to read the whole thing. Start at verse 9. We're going to go through it very, very quickly. Luke 21, verse 9, it says this. But when you hear of wars and commotions, do not be terrified, for these things must come to pass first. And then he said to them this, nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There'll be great earthquakes in various places, famines, pestilence. Another word for pestilence is pandemic. There'll be fearful sights and signs in the heavens. But before all these things, they'll lay hands on you. They'll persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues, to prisons. You'll be brought before kings and rulers for my name's sake, but it will turn out for you as an occasion for testimony. Therefore, look at these words, settle it in your hearts. Isn't that a good phrase? Settle it in your hearts and do not meditate before and on what you will answer, for I will give you a mouth of wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. You'll be betrayed even by parents and Brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. And you'll be hated by all for my name's sake. But not a hair of your head will be lost by your patience, possess your souls. But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that the desolation, the end is near. Then those who are in Judea would flee to the mountains. Those in the midst depart. Let not those in the country enter. For these are the days of vengeance. These are the things which are written that they may be fulfilled. But woe to the pregnant, the nursing babies in those days. There'll be great distress in the land and wrath upon the people. And did we not just hear what happened to 40 infants? Did we not just see this on the evening news? They'll fall by the edge of the sword and be led away captive. Are we not this morning praying for 200 hostages who have been led away captive by Hamas? And there'll be signs of the sun, the moon, the stars, the earth, men's hearts failing them for fear, and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Verse 28. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud of power and great glory. Now, when these things begin to happen... Church, I just read us the news report of the last 10 days. Literally. The killing of babies, the taking of hostages, Israel being surrounded by armies. We are literally reading the headlines of the last 10 days. And verse 28 says this. Now when these things begin to happen... Lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. Lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. I want to speak this morning in the light of this crisis, in the light of what we're going through in our world, in the light of what's happening in America, the divisions in our nation, the tensions in our nation. What are we supposed to do? We're just supposed to come to church and have 35 minutes of happy songs and get our little injection of God and go back. No, I want to tell you, God wants to bring forth a different type of Christian in the earth in this hour. God wants to bring forth a people whose hearts are not filled with fear, a people whose hearts are not filled with anxiety at what's surrounding them, but we're a people who lift up our heads in the midst of Bad news reports in the midst of bad news cycles. Why? Because our hope is not based on what happens in this world. We're lifting our heads to another reality, to another kingdom, and to a soon-coming king named Jesus, who is king of kings and lord of lords and rules over the nations of the earth. Say, lift up your heads. God is looking for a people in this hour who are not going to be focused on the facts. They're going to be looking at the truth. If you want to look at the facts all around us right now, you might as well just not get out of bed in the morning. There is not a lot of good news but we are not looking at the facts of what's happening in the here and now in front of us. We are looking at the truth of the eternal king of glory who is soon to come and manifest his kingdom. Hallelujah. And this is who God has called us to be, a people of uplifted heads. I want to give you this morning three aspects in which I believe God is calling us to lift our heads in this season of time. And the picture that I had for us is unfortunately linked to these horrible devices that have taken over our lives. Ah, These are terrible. Do we understand this? I understand they're not going away, but they're awful. And how... Are most of us living right now like this? That's the opposite of an uplifted head. It's the opposite of the uplifted head, there's three things I want to address this morning that God is calling you and I to lift our heads from. And before the end of this service, I'm believing for each and every one of us, we're going to have a chiropractic adjustment from this to this. And our heads are going to be lifted high, looking for the king of glory. Number one, number one, God wants you to lift your head from discouragement. There is discouragement. Do you know what the Bible says? The Bible says the enemy wears out the saints. Hello? He wears out the saints. It's not usually just the full attack that comes. Sometimes that is, but a lot of times, how does the enemy take you out? You just get tired. If you've ever been a parent of teenagers, you just get tired. Hello? And God is saying to us this morning, don't give in to discouragement. Lift your heads from discouragement. I want each and every one of you right now, every person in the sound of my voice, think about the area that is discouraging you. Every single one of us has something. It's a family problem. It's a health problem. A financial problem. Relationships. Concern about maybe a memory from the past. I'm discouraged in this. What does God say? Lift up your head off of that. Lift up your head off of that. This is why what Pastor Josue leads us in, and I love the fact. Can I tell you one of the reasons I trust Kevin and Maria Kringle? They're worshipers. Can I tell you how many churches I go to and the pastors walk in and worship services? Two-thirds, oh, no. Pastor Kevin and Maria are what? They're leading us in worshipers. I know that that Josue and the team do an amazing job here, but the real worship leaders are Pastor Kevin and Maria who lead by example every single week. They're demonstrating, they're modeling for us the power of worship. If you are consumed with the problems that are around you, you're going to get into discouragement very fast. Mental health issues are at an all time high. Anxiety is at an all time high. All kinds of issues at an all time high. And the the world is plummeting into these problems. And what does God say? God says, Be strong and of good courage. Do you know how many times it says in the Bible, Fear not? Do you know? Do you know? 365. It's the truth. 365 times in Scripture, the Bible says fear not, do not be afraid. Why? Because every single day the enemy is going to try to bring something into your life to bring fear, discouragement, doubt, unbelief. And God says no, I've given you a shield of faith by which you will quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. Lift your head off of discouragement. Lift your head off of doubt and unbelief. God has not given you the spirit of fear but of power, love and a sound mind. In this hour God is saying lift your head from discouragement. Number 2. Number 2. Lift your head from distraction. Lift your heads from distraction. If the enemy can't take you out by discouragement, he'll keep you busy with good things that are not the best thing. He'll keep you distracted with all kinds of busy work that takes you away from the core experience with the Holy Spirit that he wants to give you. I'm a walker, but I don't think I could... Oh. I'm a jaywalker, look at that, there it is. Can I walk down? Does that mess up the cameras? Cameramen don't like me, but I love you, cameraman. All right. I think that we're living in the most distracted generation in history. We have attention spans measured in seconds. Change doesn't come. Growth doesn't come in 12-second sound bites. Growth comes when we lock in. We say, God, I want to fix my eyes on you. God, I want to, I want to just be here with you. I want, to, I want my heart to meditate upon your goodness, God. I want to lift my eyes off of the distraction. Now, a minute ago, I asked you to think about the areas in your life where you're discouraged. Now, I want you to take a moment now, think what are areas in your life where you are being distracted? I actually felt, and I almost went up, Pastor Kevin, forgive me if I did it wrong, I almost felt in the worship time a prophetic moment. Josue was leading us in a song about God filling this space. I don't remember the exact line in the song, but it says, God, fill this, fill this space. And I thought to myself, well, we're not talking about this space. We're talking about this space. We're talking about this space. We want God to fill this space. And we're singing that song, God, would you fill this space? Fill it with your glory. Fill it with your power. God, fill this space with your presence. We understand it's not this space, it's this space. And I almost asked for the mic and went up because I felt like God said, if you want me to fill that space, you need to move some things out to make room for me. You need to move some things out to make room for me. What do we need to move out of our lives? My, my kids and I, the other day, I don't remember exactly where we were, but we were, we were saying, Why well, how are we going to go? What are we going to do? It's a, it's, we had a free day. We don't have a lot of free days in our life. My, God bless my kids. They've grown up in airports and conferences and now they can add war zones to their list. And we have this free day. What should we do? Should we, should we go to a movie? Should we go to the mall? Should we this? Should we that? Should we this? And then all of a sudden someone said, why, do, why don't we just stay here and just be here? What are we going to do? Let's just be. And we just stayed. And I don't know, somebody made hot chocolate, and somebody did whatever, and we just were. Can I tell you, some of us just need to be with God. Some of us need to unplug from the noise, from the distraction. Ooh, ooh, shiny things. Oh, we need to unplug. Be still and know that I am God. That is something that the world can never give, the peace that passes understanding in the presence of God. So Jesus declares to us in Luke 21, we literally just read together the the headlines that are in the newspaper day by day by day right now. And Jesus' answer is this. He says, what? When you see all these things, what do you do? Lift up your head. The thing that I want us to remember this morning, because I want to tell you, with love, and this is going to lead to my next point. Beloved, please hear me. Situations in our world are not going to improve. I wish I could say they were. We are living in a generation that has lost the fear of God, that has lost the knowledge of God, and when you lose the creator, the creation begins to disintegrate. Now, in the midst of this, God is going to have a people. In the midst of this, there is going to be glory in the house of God. I believe we are going to see salvations. We are going to see healings. We are going to see miracles. We are going to see signs and wonders in the midst of the house of God. Somebody say amen. Amen. But I want to tell you, it's not going to be an easy season right now to be alive. The forces in our world, whether they are in our nation itself or geopolitically, globally, we are living in wacky times. But in the midst of that, God says this, when everything that can be shaken is being shaken, that which cannot be shaken is going to emerge strong, clear, secure. The kingdom of God is going to rise up. The kingdom of God is going to advance in the midst of all of it. So the first step we have to take is this, lift your head. What does lifting your head do? Listen, listen. What does lifting your head do? It gives you a different perspective. How many of you know that we get so caught up and under the perspective we're in? We get fixated on whatever the situation is. And God says, I've got to get you out of that and I've got to get you linked to my perspective. Why? Because you're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, far above what, yeah, but this and that and the other. I get it. That is temporary. He is eternal.